Hi, it's Bill Bishop, and I want to talk to you about a really great big idea strategy, which is to turn your customers or clients into members. So that's that's our topic for today, turning your customers or clients into members. And I tell you, this is one of the best uh, strategies I ever used for my business, uh, and I'm really glad I did. Now, I want to tell you a little story because it kind of illustrates what I'm talking about. I, I was in New York City on Fifth Avenue and there was the Apple Store. It's their flagship store. And I thought, well, I'm an Apple person. I actually I used to work for Apple. I did some part-time work for them way back when, when they first introduced the Mac. So I've always been a big Apple person. So I, I said, well, I got to go in there. So I went into the store and you go down these stairs. It's really a cool thing. It's if you haven't been there, you got to see it when you go to New York. So I went downstairs and uh, I went, wow, <laughs> this place is really packed with people. And uh, and it was and I realized, oh, this is like a clubhouse for Apple people that Apple members go to this clubhouse, you know, and they just go there to hang out and check out what's going on and just be in that environment and so on. And uh, later on that day, I came across a Microsoft store and I went in there and there was a few people in there and, you know, and they basically have kind of the same products as Apple. I mean, all the different types of products anyway. And uh, just a smattering of people in there. And, and then I realized, you know what? Apple has members and Microsoft has customers. And that became very clear to me that there was a big difference there between members and customers. So so what I want to teach you today uh, is the difference uh, between that, those two things, and that help you turn at least some of your customers, your best customers, into members in some in some fashion and, and to make that a goal in your business to do that. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about how to go about uh, making that happen. Now one of the things about this membership thing and it's a it's a misconception they people start thinking oh I, you know i don't want to have like a, something like costco i don't want to like hundred dollars or and i don't want to give people a, like a membership card i've got too many of those already uh that's not what i'm talking about it, it could be anything you could have a membership program where you have like five members and they pay you a million dollars and maybe they just pay you once so it's not even an ongoing thing but you've got five members and they see themselves as members and that they're getting something special because they're members. All right. So don't get confused that it's just like uh, Amazon Prime or some other membership that you're a member of. You have a in your wallet, you have a card for the membership. And it certainly could be that, but it's not just that. It's much, much more than that. OK. All right. So so I, I really I, I talked about this a lot in my book, The Problem with Penguins. Now, if you haven't read it, you might want to. And it's, it's all about packaging your big idea. So we have the big idea company. And uh, so in The Problem with Penguins, I talk about the penguin problem, which is that most of the time when we go out into the marketplace, we're just a penguin. We're selling our hot dog and just like everyone else, all the different people in your industry, you're all kind of selling the same thing and you all have customers. So one of the ways not to be a penguin to stand out is to say, well, 
you know, if you want to work with me, you could become a member. And I've got this special program that you could be in. And that's one way to differentiate yourself from all the penguins and then make a lot, lot more money from those customers that are now we're calling members. OK, so um, so if you had a chance, you might want to pick up the book, The Problem with Penguins, because it, it's going to talk a lot more about what I what I'm talking about here today uh, in more detail. But um, you certainly uh, let's start with this presentation. Okay, so so the idea here is that we want to have premier memberships, and uh, so I'm going to give you the tips on how to go about making that happen. So uh, I give I give an example because of two memberships because these are well known ones. One is Costco, right? So you probably are a member member at Costco. Most people are, and uh, you have your membership card and you pay a hundred dollars. Uh, a year, right, for that. And you know the uh, the thing about that is that Costco they get uh, eight, a seventy, sorry, seventy five percent of their profit from that hundred dollars membership. So the, the rest of their profit, twenty five percent, actually comes from all the store and all the stuff they're selling in the store, which comes as a surprise to a lot of people. Uh, but the thing is, they don't have to give that hundred dollars to anybody. The margin is a hundred percent. They get they get the whole thing, right? Uh, and the other thing is that 80% of the members renew every year. So they can rely on that, that they're gonna get 75% of their profit, you know, or they're gonna, that profit, that 75%, they're, 80, they're gonna get 80% of it for sure in the next year, they can count on it, okay? So that's a pretty staple business. Um, and then we have Amazon Prime. And at this point, they have 100 million uh, members that are paying $100 a year, more or less, right? That's a hundred. That's uh, sorry, ten billion dollars a year that they're getting before they've even sold anything. And as I'll talk about in a minute, that members buy more. So those people that are members are buying more from Amazon than the people that aren't. So there's a whole psychology to this. All right. So so let's be like them. Let's let's be like them. Now. The first thing to do, and it's really simple actually, is just to tell your customers or clients that now you have two levels. You have basic and you have advanced. So it's a pretty easy thing to say, right? We have, I do two things, basic and advanced. And, uh, and they say, well, what's the basic? And you say, well, that's the hot dog and I can, I can give you the hot dog. But of course you can get that from a lot of other, of the penguins, right? And so now you've defined all of those competitors as basic, essentially. Uh, and then you say, well, we have our advanced membership program. And you might consider being in that. But, uh, you know, we don't take everybody in it, but it's a sort of takes everything to a much higher level. And you can only get that from us. So right away in your elevator speech, really, uh, you have seeded this idea. There's these two levels, basic and advanced, and that the advanced is a unique thing you have and that they become a member of that. So most people are going to be gravitating already towards the advanced membership program before they even know what it is. They, they go, I don't really want to be basic. I don't want to just be a customer. I would rather be a member. Okay. And I don't care if there's a billion membership programs out there. This is still going to work because essentially everyone, every company 
will end up with a membership program sooner or later, or they'll go out of business. So I don't want you to go to business. I want you to have a membership program. And I'll get into other words you can use. You don't have to say member, but that's our typical word. Okay, so we have two levels. The second thing is, is tell them that members get things that the customers don't get. Because there's no point in being a member if you don't get something else than the, than the customers, right? So that's why we still want to have the customers. You don't want everyone just to be members. Now, that's not what Costco does, so that's fine. They break the rule there. But if Amazon, you could go on and buy something and be a customer, or you can be a member. So this is a... A better thing. It, it just think of it as on the airline, right? You can be the regular person in the back of the plane, or you can be at the front and be in the first class place with the little curtain there to separate the elite people from the regular losers like me that sit back there. Um, and uh, they get special things, you know. That's why they have the curtain. They don't. You don't want everyone else to see what's going on up there with chocolate cake and champagne and caviar and all that probably the caviar then then the chocolate cake but you can do whatever you want up in first class right so members will get things that customers don't get so the thing to think about is well what would the members get and you can take two approaches to this one is you could say well we're gonna give we have our customers now we're gonna think of some new things to give our members or we're gonna say well this is what we give our customers now Let's make them members and, and we'll take away a bunch of things and make that for the customers. So you can take it either way because a lot of times you're giving stuff to your customers that frankly they don't even want. You don't even have to give them. So you could use those for the membership, right? And the ideal way is to think of new things to give them because that opens your mind to all kinds of possibilities. So, so members get things that the customers don't get. So the thing to think about is what are those things? Now, another thing to bear in mind, I touched on this, is that the members will buy more. So the rule of thumb is that they actually, borne out from our experience with our members and their programs, is that members will buy 20, 230% more than customers over a period of time. So why is that? Well, the thing is, even if it's $10, like I have one of my big idea people, uh, they have a new factory and they've created a membership and it's $10. It's just $10 a year, it's like nothing, right? But those people that pay the $10, they have about 3,000 of them right now, they, they spend 230% more around there. Why? Well, they don't wanna waste the $10. They paid $10. Even if it was a dollar, you'd say, I don't, I don't wanna waste the dollar by not buying stuff. So that's pretty unbelievable. Uh, psychology there right is even if they spent one dollar for the membership they were going to buy more from you because they feel like well I'm, I'm in I'm a member now it makes no sense if I don't buy stuff while I'm a member this is why everybody's got a membership program <laughs> you know all these companies because this is exactly what happens right how come you don't have one that's what I'm question I'm asking the other thing is that members will buy new things from you. And when I say new, I say things that the normally you would never have thought of selling them. So 
one of the things people they like they read my book, The New Factory Thinker, and I talk about the value hub, and they say, oh, I want to add things on there. I want to be like Apple, where Apple had computers, and then they have phones, and now they have watches and uh, iPads and all these things, right? I want to be like that. I want to add things to my toolbox. And I said, okay, that actually won't work that well if you don't have a membership. Because then it just looks like you're just selling all this stuff and then they don't know what business you're in and they think you're just, you know, just trying to upsell them and sell them, you know. They think you, you sell hammers and now you're trying to sell them screwdrivers and lumber and they go, well, that's, you know, that's not good. But if they're a member, then you say, well, as a member, you get access to this toolbox of resources that include all kinds of new and interesting things. Well, now it makes all sense in the world to them in their mind because they go, oh, I'm a member and that's why I get access to all these special things. And yes, I used to buy hammers from you and I still do, but now I'm buying oranges and I'm buying bicycles from you. It makes sense now, but only if they feel like they're a member. So this way you can radically expand the number of products you sell, the type of products, the type of companies that you could you know, act as a conduit for because you have a membership. Otherwise, it's not going to work. That kind of line extension, it won't work. It'll just be the wrong image for you. But if you have a membership, then it all now makes sense to the customer or the member, right? Okay, so you can sell a lot more stuff to them if you have a membership. You want to have more than one level of membership. So we have choice, okay? So uh, sort of the... Uh, Starter, they, like the baby steps is we have basic, which you can become a customer. Uh, we have membership level one, and this is what it is, and this is what you get for this money. And then we have the super membership. So what's the super membership? And that's where you can really start thinking really, really big. You know, I had uh, somebody I was working with. She does uh, sort of, um, I don't know, group therapy, I guess, describe it that way and personal development and uh i said what's your super super membership and she got i don't know and i said well what's the what's your dream thing so well, i would love to have these people come to bali and for a couple of weeks in the winter and do my super workshop in bali i said well that's your super membership and put it on there because it doesn't matter if nobody buys it then so what you know It'll actually get more people to buy the middle one anyway. Well, that's not how it turned out. Actually, people were really inspired by that. Say, oh, I want to do this. So now every year now, she has two or three groups that come for a week or two down to Bali. And she spends a couple months there and runs these workshops out of Bali because she put it there as her super membership. So this is the opportunity here for you to, to create all kinds of amazing things and put them out there and if they fly then great if they don't well there was no harm right this is how you can really experiment because you haven't raised your prices with the basic and you have this middle membership which is kind of what you're aiming people to anyway so you can have that that third super one okay so this is why there's lots of opportunities for big ideas with this membership notion so membership what does that all mean well one of the things that we're trying to do is instill in the customer a sense of belonging a sense of being part of a community 
uh, a sense of membership consciousness. So those people that were crammed into the Apple store on Fifth Avenue in New York, they had membership consciousness. They felt like they belong to Apple. They belong to the Apple community. And this is what you want to foster because if you want to have a sustainable business that will continue to grow in an unpredictable and fast-changing world, you need people who are very loyal to you in the sense of being a member. Okay, so, so what, what do you do first? Well, what you do first is you say, out of my customers or clients, how many of them are kind of ideal? How many have I got? Now, usually it's a small percentage, really. So, uh, like when I did this for myself, I said, well, how many, I got 50 clients. How many ideal are there? I had five, five altogether. There was five. <laughs> and uh, I went, well, that's depressing, but at least there's five. So I said, okay, I'm going to make them members. They're honorary members. I'm going to make them members. And so I'm going to build on that, and I'm going to try to find more people like that to become members. And that's how we proceeded with our business uh, 20 years ago. And since that time, in our Big Idea Adventure program, we've had more than 5,000 members. And uh, this is why I'm so passionate about this because it's really transformed my life and my business because uh, by having members in my program, it's taken my business to a whole other level, right? And all the people that we've worked with since then have created membership programs and they would attest to this uh, result as well. They'd say, oh, this is so much better to have people as members of a program, right? And uh, to have this membership consciousness. Okay, so, so this is at least a beginning of helping you understand this notion. So if you just think of it first that you're going to have customers and you're going to have members and then you think, what's the difference? And then you start offering people those two choices. It's going to make a major change in your business. Now, one of the things we can do for you, if you want, uh, is to help you work out this in more detail. So, so we offer a free big idea conversation. And uh, if you're interested in doing that, uh, you can just click on the link below the video. And we, what we're going to get you to do is complete a scorecard first, um, which will help you assess where you're at with all of this. And then, and then we'll schedule that big idea conversation with you. And uh, we don't charge anything. And uh, we're going to help you work on what's your big idea that will be embedded in that membership program? What does that look like? And I really recommend you do it because uh, we, like I say, 5,000 members all worked out a big idea in that session with us. And they look at that as one of the turning points in, in their business. So, okay, so that's your, op that's your opportunity. All right, so thanks a lot for uh, listening to me. I'm Bill Bishop, I'm the Big Idea Coach, and uh, I look forward to helping you more with your big ideas and hopefully having a big idea conversation with you. Thank you.